We have on the line with us Chris Farrell. He's the Director of Investigations and Research at Judicial Watch. I tell you what, you you talk about some folks that are doing amazing work for everyday hardworking Americans, and that is Judicial Watch. I uh, would certainly recommend that you get some uh, a few dollars over to them because the work that they're doing is so important. Chris Farrell, welcome. Great to be with you. Thanks. So you guys have been, I mean, you're busy on a lot of things, but we wanted to talk a little bit uh, this morning about this agreement with Los Angeles County, where they agreed to purge up to 1.5 million voters from its roles in a settlement. You know, there is a, we, there seems to be such a, a kind of a hypocritical view by the Democrats. They're, they're going after Donald Trump regarding possible election integrity the implication is something happened with the russians on our elections and and the, the progressive left is up in arms about that however under the radar we're seeing all kinds of things that have happened regarding our voting laws and voter registration that is undermining the integrity of our elections so you guys are all over that we are and we have been for years we have an election integrity project that has successfully forced the states of Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, and Maryland is still pending, uh, but most recently California, to actually clean up their voter rolls. Surprise, surprise. California had not done uh, sort of an audit or a, a cleanup of their voter rolls in more than 20 years. <laughs> so there was, there was no accountability. There was no sort of integrity or sense that the voting rolls in California represented anything like uh, reality. And so we sued them, got them into court, and uh, they eventually conceded they didn't want to have a judgment entered against them. So they're they're terrified of that because it would set precedential law. Uh, But so they entered into a settlement agreement whereby they will go in and this is obviously an estimate. We don't have a a rock solid number, but something like 1.5 million uh, ineligible voters who are uh, on the rolls, really contaminating the, the, the validity of the rolls, they will be removed. So we're very pleased because uh, we've had some great success uh, in Ohio and Kentucky, previously Indiana as well. Uh, but look, if our voting rolls aren't cleaned up, if, if they're not truthful, complete, accurate uh, you know, reflections of the electorate, uh, then let me tell you, you know, these elections are, are nothing but mischief makers that will, you know, undermine the, the public's trust and confidence in, in election returns. Well, Chris, I, I think I read in this piece in the Washington Times about what you've done that there was 101% registered voters in Los Angeles. I, I mean, that that's pretty amazing how that happens. And then Charlie Kirk had tweeted something out this weekend. He said Los Angeles County had a registration rate of 112% of its adult population. The, uh, the entire state of California has a registration rate of 101%, and 11 of 58 counties in California have registration rates above 100%. Uh, I, I submit to you that is why California is solid blue, is because they're not really they don't really care about the election integrity they care about getting elected right i mean there's the old uh, quote that is attributed to stalin who purportedly said doesn't matter who votes it matters who counts the votes um and so when you line up the numbers between uh registered voters and then census data uh you find this enormous disparity between 
who actually lives there versus holy cow, how many folks are registered there? How did that happen? And there, there are legitimate reasons for disconnecting those numbers. You can have people, you know, who have died and moved away. Uh, there are people who are felons who should be removed from their voting rolls. Those are all sort of the conventional, uh, reasonable explanations for why there's a mismatch. But, you know, very often, particularly in a large state like California, when you have these huge numbers, uh, there's other places that are worse, believe it or not. There's a place, uh, I believe it's in Mississippi, that has something like 240% of the people uh, you know, over what the actual residents are that are, that are enrolled to vote. Um, so, I mean, there are, there are legitimate reasons why the number gets messed up, but a lot of it really, frankly, is gamesmanship and an effort to pad the voting rolls. Well, you know, Chris Rowe, I think that you guys need to take a look at, at Colorado. Uh, yes, you probably... <laughs> probably for, you know, I think there's 50 states we should look at. <laughs> I think, actually, I think... Well, could you put Colorado at the top of the list? Because... We are one of, I think, three states that has total mail-in ballot. And um, we also, there's new, and I'm going to go over this in the next segment, but uh, new voting laws that were passed the last time the Democrats were totally in control here in Colorado, they can reg- we can register 16-year-olds to vote, that the minute they turn 18, they can vote in their first election. And, you know, with the indoctrination that we've had from the left in our education system, uh, this seems like yet another way to assure that the progressive activists uh, that have taken over the Democrat Party are the ones that are going to be elected. So can we say Ocasio-Cortez? I mean, it's astonishing to me what we're seeing from a number of these young people. Yeah, and I mean, they're bright, uh, you know, fresh-faced, enthusiastic voters, but frankly, many, 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 many of them are sort of uh, unquestioning, brainwashed, you know, uh, sort of recipients of a public education that is not terribly grounded in all the best tenets of Western civilization. Well, and and, uh, as these people are getting into office and making these cases for socialism, how do you feel that we can stop that? Do you have an idea? Yeah, it's called the local school board. Um, all of this stuff, uh, you know, hinges on, and, and I mean this from the perspective of the election as well, who's running your county? I mean, the, the county is probably, the, I mean, I have two different views on this. One is it's the most corrupt political entity because there's no standard in, in the country, right? Every single county is organized differently, um, both in size and structure, budgeting. All their procedures are separate and different. There's no one-size-fits-all requirement for counties across the country. But who the supervisor of elections is in a, in a given county, who the school board members are, a lot of people shrug and really don't care. They don't watch the uh, county meetings because they're on, you know, cable access channel 270 at 1 o'clock in the morning, so mm-hmm. no one's paying attention. Um, but the county is the, the place where the, all this happens. They, they approve and develop the curriculum. They hire the teachers. They set the, all the, the sort of educational issues are county-driven. The budget certainly is, uh, and likewise with respect to, to the, however it's organized, the county supervisor of elections or, or whatever the you know the framework is. All of this is at the county level, and people for the most part shrug because they're worried about Senator so and so or President Trump. They don't realize that right in their own backyard, uh, all the sort of foundation pieces are being laid for how they live their daily lives, and no one pays attention. 
Well, that's for sure. Although the progressive left has figured that out, as you probably are familiar with the whole Emerge group, which, uh, you know, has been put in place again by progressive activists to elect uh, women to uh, public office. And they they have figured out that uh, school boards, city councils and county commissions is where it's at. And to your point, uh, Republicans have focused on the Senate and the president and and they've really abdicated this and it's going to be a big fight to get this back yeah and uh it's not lip service it's uh, blood sweat and tears uh, somebody has to be motivated enough to go out and run and uh, take control of the county school board or the you know become the supervisor of elections or the county recorder or you know we, like i said every single county is set up differently but those sorts of functions those sorts of uh, positions are you know uh, folks without that authority, you can't shrug it off and, and leave it to the most motivated leftists. I mean, there has to be somebody uh, from the philosophical right who's challenging them and, and bringing better ideas to the table. And to those better ideas, then we want to have a free and fair election. Uh, so in that, that, that circles us back to what you have done with Judicial Watch in Los Angeles County. Uh, cleaning up these voter rolls, and we need to every state that we are in push towards that. We have our work cut out for us here in Colorado, and uh, if you ever want to come out and help us, we greatly would appreciate it. Well, thanks for the kind invitation. We're going to keep on doing what we're doing, and uh, who knows? Maybe we'll show up in Colorado and uh, get your voting rolls straight. Yeah. Sounds good. Now, if uh, hey, Chris Farrell, just uh, before you you jump off. If people want to give money to you and support this important work that you're doing, where can they do that? The best thing to do, really, to get to see all the work that we're doing, read important documents, court filings, stuff we uncover through open records, uh, lawsuits, and requests, is to go to our website, which is Judicial Watch, all strung together, one long word, judicialwatch.org, O-R-G. We've got lots of good information up there. And if you want to get newsletters from us and get involved, that's the place to do it. Okay. Well, Chris Farrell, Director of Investigations and Research at Judicial Watch, thank you so much. Keep up the good work.